Hey guys, real quick break. Wanted to tell you about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place. The cool thing is it's actually for free, which you can use right from your phone, your computer. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll also distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard everywhere from Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. Easily make money from your podcast. No minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. You're an actor, producer, director, coach, speaker, author. Man, thank you again for taking time out of your day, man. I really appreciate this. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's an honor. It's a pleasure. And uh, I, I don't know. We, you know, we saw each other there. I don't know how I, I saw you, but I was like, I just, I felt something cool. So I was like, look, this is what it's all about, right? We're all people. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, man. I love connecting with new people. I like to de- uh, deep dive, like, right in. First of all, you're okay. extremely successful at being what I call a world changer. So it, congratulations and thank you for what you do, man. But what was childhood like for you, man? You know, did you always know what you wanted to do as a kid or did you kind of get lost there somewhere in the middle before you got to where you're at today yeah great question um so i you know my, my story usually starts at the age of eight right i grew up moving around a lot i'm german german citizen but i've been in america you know i came back to america when i was six or seven years old or something like that and then we moved around every two three years it was military oh, and gotcha. so yeah so um when i was eight or nine years old you know my sister's older than me right so i i, I lucked out with that you know whatever she experienced i got to get a taste i I was able to get a taste of it, right? So she was very much into, you know, anatomy and physiology and stuff like that. And I'm fascinated with the body too. So she'd bring yeah. back these books and stuff and I would look in her book. She's four years older than me, right? So I was nine, she's like 13, 14 at the time. And I was able to look in there and say, wow, this is really fascinating. And I remember one day I was uh, I was in California. I was living in California at the time and um, nine years old skateboarding and the sun was setting and I just saw people walking around and I was just wondering like, how are they walking around? You know, because like I had a remote control car and some of my car, my good cars didn't have any cables to them. Yeah. But the, my not my not as good cars had like a cable. <laughs> right? right. And I was looking at these people and I was like, they don't have a cable to them. So how, is, how does that work? So then from that point, I knew I needed to figure out how the body works and how yeah. we work as humans. And then uh, at the same, around the same time, and Living Color was on the air. Okay. And uh, we would watch it like whenever it came on with my family. And I knew that someday I'd be on television. So I was like, one day I'm going to be on TV too. Wow. So that, that's how that, that worked out. <laughs> wow. Gosh, man. And now looking through your, your homepage, you mentioned the word futuring twice and future three times. What is this world of futuring that you talk about? What? What? Yes, yes, yes. I created this word and this concept called futuring, and it's a really beautiful concept. I'll give you a taste of it. And yeah. um, we, we start off, it goes, walking through these scrumbly things, looking for almost anything that doesn't bite or squirm or swing or try and take your pretty things is almost impossible. So what's the one supposed to do? When walking here and getting through the grimy grabs and liquid stabs that tries and comes for you, well, for a long, long while, and even longer than that, I tried so many things and I wore so many hats looking for just that. And then one day, a great wingly day, I was staring in and then sideways when I discovered something on a walk as I was having quite the talk that made me think I thunk I thought I'd never be the same again. And I wasn't. So what was that thing that thunk that thought? It made me spring that changed my heart. It was something you may have heard by now, but just you wait, I'll show you how to future. Would you like to future with me? Well, there really is no other way. Not if you're actually trying to create something or be something or see something, say whatever you'd like to say when you want to say in any sort of which kind of way. You see, futuring is creating, it's dreaming, it's a vision. But it's more than just a vision because when you're using only just that, you might think that thinking is it, but then everything falls flat. The reason futuring is what you're looking for because it's almost all there is. 
but there's the present that's pretty great and simply being is pretty neat but there's a combination of it all that i think can really set you free you see the prison of the mind is the worst kind of prison at all and the crazy thing is no one else needs to stand guard in those halls so come with me and you'll see and learn and live and think how to get your head out of your bum and be even more than happy let's go futuring wow so- <laughs> that's awesome dude <laughs> It was killer, dude. I was thanks, like, oh, that was awesome. <laughs> so, that's, so, so one day I was walking with my wife and I was doing something called brainwalking and I just started talking and I was saying this concept of, of what, how to create things in the world, how to have control of your life, how to have life design, right? Yeah. And I just, I just spout off this whole thing. My wife said, do you realize what you just said? I said, yeah. And she said, I don't know if you realize it. We need to go home right now. You need to write that down. And we went home. <laughs> And this whole story came out. And so that was just a bit of it, but there's a lot more to it. So that's what's being illustrated right now. And that's the book aspect of it, right? Right. But I work with CEOs and celebrities on uh, getting them in alignment by removing mental blocks. Mm. That's what I do. So when it comes to futuring, what we really do is we remove mental blocks. We figure out what will make you happy, right? To get rid of the prison of the mind. So, And how do we create the life that you want to live? So there's, there's manifestation, there's astral, I think it's called projection there's quantum physics there's all these things and they're all great and cool but you've got to put them together in a way that can then get you exactly what you're looking for and so in futuring the story they wrote it talks about riding the wave and there's the wave comes and along with the wave it's everything that you need to do say and act upon once you've got yourself in alignment and so really futuring is a combination of it all um it's the proper thinking the feeling the the systemization of what it is that you want to create getting out of your own way right so how to get your head out of your bum right that's what that is yeah <laughs> right and so, <laughs> and, and that's so that's that's featuring so i've got okay. so we've got um a journal aspect of it we are creating a docu-series right now that we want to pitch to netflix we've got the book that's being illustrated um and what else we're coming out with a course so because thank goodness you know more of the word is getting out the clients that i'm working with we're getting more and more clients so how can yeah. i work with more people right so we're getting right. a course for it and group coaching that sort of thing so that that's all featuring we've also okay. got a trademarked the theme park i mean tra- trademarked and copywritten for theme park wow. so yeah yeah Come that's on. the world of the future yeah yeah oh that is awesome man that yeah. is awesome dude and people can pre-order your book right now i was reading through your website bradley he mentioned the book should be like 300 dollars plus you know just because of the power they have but and you've got this book coming out pre-order right now for 90 dollars. you know what right. it's obviously you know you, you kind of gave the story about futuring and what inspired you to make that that book though and start writing that and what's that 90 why did you decide on that 90 dollar price range yeah i mean besides besides the fact that we were just walking and it started coming out. I mean, that's yeah. the big thing. Some people call it channeling. Some people call it whatever they want to call it, but it just came out. So yeah. I, I view it like uh, I, I'm very grateful that it came out through me for sure. Right. But it's something big. Like even though I wrote it, when I look at it, I, I also see more, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, it's like I learn from it as I'm reading what it is that I wrote. It's a weird combination of it. Yeah. But really the big passion and drive for all of it and everything is really, um, I think let's if we were to say like what bothers me in the world, it's just, I want like we all have have the answers right and so many times we get in our own way mm-hmm. and my yeah. biggest passion is that each person would be able to get in their own alignment because alignment looks different for me than it does for you than it does for this person and right. not only is that okay like it's what we're all here for like it, like if we look at a hand we've got the pinky and then we've got a thumb we're not like hey thumb oh man you're not a pinky like right and so yeah. sometimes people will say jb how do you do what you do i'm like well how i do what i do is sort of irrelevant right yeah. even it's sort of a relevant the mo- so that's that's how i came up with and why i focus so much on alignment yeah because there are things that i do but the really big secret i was on a client call a couple
flowers ago. I said the biggest secret to how I do what I do is I'm I'm in alignment, right? Yeah. So I, I know what my my what I call the atomic core is, and every decision I base is based off of that. Yeah. And so that's that's the biggest secret for, for everybody. So when I created featuring and this whole idea, my heart and passion is to help people find out what theirs is. Right. Come on. Yeah. Man. So that's that. <laughs> Come on. You got me fired up, man. Let's go. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's awesome, and, and man. That $90 <laughs> price point is like, man, I, I figured, I, I heard what Bradley was saying, you know, I yeah. mean, because I agreed with it. You know, I remember before I, I bought books, and I remember buying a book. This book was amazing. It's a, it's, it's all in Hebrew and stuff, but the point is, it's a really cool, it's called From the Salon Marebi, and it costs $17. And this was a book that I studied every single day, yeah. and it was quite life-changing. And so I said, um, to the, at one point, I came, I brought it to the cashier, and I said, and she said 17 and I just looked at her, and I was like, this is $17? <laughs> Like this, and I and I wasn't even. It just came out of me, and right. And I looked at her and said, "Do you know what's in this book?" Right. It's seventeen. It just didn't make like for a moment. It really sincerely didn't make sense to me, yeah. and I couldn't. I was like, I, didn't, I was like, "This is this is shocking." So I think that's where Bradley was coming from. So when I looked at featuring, what happened was when I would share it with people, they were having some really cool responses. They're like, "Oh my gosh!" And responses that I again was learning what it was once I heard the responses. Right. Even before yeah. I realized what it was, I was hearing the responses. Yeah. And then so the number is really always about this when it comes to any sort of what I call a karmic energy exchange mm -hmm. um, whether it be time or money and like I tell my children it's like time is very expensive money is very cheap so if you keep that in mind so when it comes to this dollar amount it's to really help the person yeah. it's to help the person um, realize the value in it I mean think about it to yourself right? I've got a cup in front of me if something is cheaper it's just our psychology sometimes you know yeah. and we it's we should respect whatever it is that we have all the time yep. but sometimes when you have a different dollar amount to it it does make your mind think hey this maybe this is more important so it's really that you know and yeah yeah you know and, and benefiting and making more money off of it is good too you know sure. it's one of the big things like money's not bad money's good is you know what we want to do with that energy is what's important so yeah that that's the the, the background of it love it man and one of the things you do is you help people become better at public speaking and things like that and help people through that anxiety and stress like that and when it comes to public speaking though how can people overcome that fear to get up on stage yeah. and, and give their story or, or begin speaking yeah but great question thanks so yeah so some people come to me directly because that's what i was really focusing on for a while was was just helping people with public speaking because of my background right as yeah. an actor director filmmaker i've done theater shakespeare you know performed a lot of different places right so then it was like well i've got a good amount of credibility there what's the secret you know how do you do this thing right and one big big thing that i work with with people is finding that atomic core finding their alignment because once you so there's so many tips and so many tricks and so many things to study on public speaking what do i do with my hands and don't say it and it's like tell the nice right what i mean right. <laughs> it's so true it's like <laughs> it's just like <laughs> Love it, <dude. laughs> so the thing is like you know and i mean just hey another client was like you know about saying ums and that sort of thing right the truth is like so what <laughs> like what are you what are you there for so once you understand what your purpose is once you are clear on what what i call your atomic core is which i'll explain that in a bit yeah. once you're clear on what that is then you realize what every word that you have is there for it's not there for you you're there to impact or change somebody else's life or many people's lives with what it is that you're saying so mm. if you say um but you've got value well then they're 
they don't care about the um. They want to know what that value is. Right. So another thing is that as you are, let's say, I don't want to say tapped in, but tapped in, when you get in alignment, it's just like getting your spine in alignment. There's there, uh, you have increased blood flow. What I, when you get in alignment, you're you're more tapped into whatever you whatever you believe your source is. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10% more intelligent when you're in a heightened state. All of this stuff happens and you have access to other things that you wouldn't have previously had when you're in alignment. So that's one of the secrets with the public speaking. The thing that is an important concept is that it's not about you, right? So right. when you're on the stage, when you understand why you are on that stage or in front of that crowd or in front of your audience, when you're really clear as to why you're there, and then we have to get comfortable and confident in you providing the value and that you believe you deserve it, you know, where you are in the world. Like there's a lot of that to work through, which comes back to alignment stuff. Yeah. But once you're clear on all of that stuff, then your communication is through the roof because it's almost like you don't have time to think about you. You don't have time to think about how you are even necessarily appearing in regards to your own self-criticism. Right. The concern for how you're appearing becomes how is it that I can effectively communicate this to my audience? And now it's not about you. It's really, you're just trying to help people and get out of your own way to do that. So that's that's a really big um, foundational holistic solution. It's a long lasting one. Yeah, absolutely. And for those that want to get into public speaking and try to, you know, get booked for gigs, what what's the best way for people to go about doing that? Right. So let's say get in alignment, right? Number one thing. Yeah, the, right. Get alignment first. Thing. Yeah, because here's the pain. Let me explain why I'm so adamant about that, right? Because I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. I've had I've never had a job. So I've had businesses my entire life, right? Wow. So when you, there are so many things for entrepreneurs, especially that we can do and that we're yeah. told to do, hustle, do this, make phone calls, send emails, never give up, don't stop. Do, all that is like, don't do that unless you're in alignment. Because here's what happened. It's literally like you took, this happened to my first uh, audition for this Hollywood film that really started the trajectory. But I twisted my ankle and I, and I played basketball and sports growing up. So, okay. you know, I've twisted my ankles at least 20 times. So what happens is sometimes when you twist an ankle, you should walk it off, push through it, keep going. Sometimes you should not. Don't walk that off. You have a problem. We got to fix that thing. Mm-hmm. This is what happens in life. So it, when people are saying hustle, hustle, don't stop, keep going, push, 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 never give up. If you have, you might need to literally stop and just recalibrate because you're killing everything yes. and everybody, yeah. right? But however, if you are certain and clear and it's all tapped in what I call the atomic core, now, okay, fine, now hustle. So to the defense of some people who, who speak like that, who are like speakers, they're probably, you know, in their alignment, right? So they're not necessarily coaches, so they might not know how to tell other people to do that. But if they're in, if they're tapped in and they're in alignment and they're doing what they're, you know, supposed to be doing, and it's easy to say, here's what I do. Right. And then the other people who are hearing that, they may or may not, they, they possibly should or shouldn't apply that at that particular moment in time. Gotcha. So, um, so when it comes to the public speaking, if they are clear on that and, and what the reason is for speaking, right? And um, and it's something they can provide value with, then some practical tip is, um, let's say, clean up some of the ways people are, are seeing you, right? So yeah, I've got my LinkedIn profile, I've got Instagram and that sort of thing. And I don't even like social media. I love what it can do, but I don't spend like time on it per se. Sure, yeah. But I know that, thank goodness, it's such a wonderful medium to connect with. I think you and you and I clearly connected on social media. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So like it's it's got a beautiful angle to it. Yeah. Um, but if your if your stuff is clear and uh it's clear what it is that you do and you know the value that you're providing, that's one of the first places to start because when people find you, uh the the clearer it is for them to know how they can use 
introduce you or your services, the easier it will be to plug you in, yeah. right? Yep. So I think not being concerned about, it's very easy to be a jack of all trades. I mean, for me, I was like, yeah, I could teach you about sales and speaking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is what I was doing, right? I was like, yeah, I could train managers. I could help you with emotional intelligence. I could help, and I was like, and all these top things. And just, uh, I just kind of just scaled that back through like, I help people get in alignment by removing mental blocks. Like that's- <laughs> Yeah, right, yeah. You, can't, you know, if it spills out from there, great. But like, that's that's my thing, right? Right. With all the success that you've had, do you have any failures and, and how'd you get through those, man? Oh uh, yeah, every one of them is a failure. I like, is a failure. You know? Right. <laughs> 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 it's like, it's like, awesome. like yes like they're they're like constant right. failures so, yeah so it's literally it's literally like um i talk about this this goes like alignment uh but when it comes to walking right this is physiology yeah so when you're standing up and you need to walk forward uh the brain has to uh, tell your body to lean forward to throw yourself off balance that's, that's what's happening when you're walking yeah. And so then the brain also says, hey, you're about to bust your face, put a foot out. So then it puts a foot out to stop that from happening. Right. So then the brain has to do it again. Hey, go off balance. Hey, stop it. Hey, go off this, this constant thing. So that's yeah. a little bit what these successes are, right? And yeah. so what happens along the way is just like the people that I love working with, it's not just because they're CEOs or celebrities, but they're CEOs and celebrities for a reason. They're the type of person that doesn't stop, it doesn't give up, and is determined to, if they're if they're operating 90, 98% well, that 2% is drive them crazy, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. And so, right, so that's it. So when it comes to these, um, I was going to say failures, whatever, it's because you have to make out of it something. I was just saying earlier today, that my first, I was just starting this production company. And I was like, I don't know how many people know about this, but I started this production company and um, I was already booked because I was clear on what I was doing and the value I, was, value I was providing to this event to go film this gigantic event, people flying in from around the world. And I had no idea how to use the camera. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> right. Oh, but, man. But right. I didn't know. So yeah. this is the type of stuff that, that really skyrocketed my stuff pretty quickly is right. taking action that's a big secret so yeah. um then i uh, i was on but i had four hours on the way up to the event so i pulled out the instruction manual for the next four hours i sped read through that thing <laughs> right <laughs> that's awesome. and by the time i was there i looked like a boss you know what i mean right. people give me the business cards you know and then it went on from there but i kept, I kept doing that i mean when i had a personal training company uh, i ended up training miss america and I trained another wonderful wonderful guy i was just speaking with again the other day and this is lots of years ago i don't know 15 plus years ago yeah. Um, I just saw his face on these billboards. And at the time, I grew up military and in Germany and stuff. And I just didn't understand. I just didn't understand how a person's face got on a billboard. I mean, as simple as that sounds, my brain, I just didn't know what's happening. Right. Sure. So I was an adult and I was like, how is this face on a billboard? And I, would, <laughs> and I, saw him, I, I just kept seeing this guy's face. But then yeah. finally, I found out where his office was and I knocked on the door and it was a big building. But I went in and I said, hey, I'm here to talk to this guy. And I says, OK. And then so then I got in, I got in. And then here I have this, this meeting with this guy and I said I just don't how is your face on all of the billboards and by the time I walked <laughs> I didn't get it by the time I walked out I was training his entire company 26 something people wow. and uh, uh yeah so it was like, how do you do that so like I, I did know what it was that I was that I would the value that I could provide but I yeah. was and am always sincerely actually um curious like if I don't know I, I really don't know right. so being able to be authentic with that I think is helpful because there's no fluff to what it is that I'm saying like I'm serious when I say get in alignment I'm not selling people to call me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah. care if you do or you don't, if it fits it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even right. know if I have room, right? You know right. what I'm saying? So I'm having to figure out some of the courses. But I, I do mean what I'm saying because of all the pains that I went through by not being in alignment, you know, because mm -hmm. I, I did this course, right? Spent $10,000, $18,000, $20,000 on these 
different things and uh, apply the techniques that I believe do work. But yeah, this is this is what this is what got me so passionate about it. I was spending so much money and time and heartache creating these things that were, were correct in execution mm. and theoretically sound according to the marketing principles, but they weren't in alignment with me. And I was like, mm. I just wasn't having the level of success certainly that I'm like having now. Yeah. And it just it was took so much effort and so much force. And I saw other people who weren't even having the nominal amount of success I was having uh, in the same situation. I was like, what's different between what I'm doing and then and then them? So then at yeah. first I thought it was public speaking. I said, oh, it's because I could speak. And then I thought it was because I could sell. Oh, it must be, I know what to say, when to say, how to say it. Then I realized it's just alignment, man. Like these guys, you're just not supposed to be here yeah. and you're supposed to be over there and you don't even like this. So what I do in my own life is I only like pay attention and do what I care about and what I'm very good at. Like interviews, I like interviews, so I do interviews. Yeah, I'm not going to say sell, say to somebody, hey, you know what's a great marketing strategy? Do interviews. Nope. <laughs> it, it might be for you. It might not be for you. Right. You know? Yeah. So that's, yeah. Very cool, man. I always have to ask this question, but can anybody be an entrepreneur? Uh, no is my no. first fast answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, here's my sincere heart. Yeah. You either are or you're not. That's right. the answer. And if yeah. you're not, it's totally fine. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So like yep. I was talking with Brad on the interview and he was like, you know, some people want to be billionaires and stuff. And some people want to be millionaires, millionaires and some people, six figure people. So these are types of people. They're not like things. Right. So the bank account, uh, like sometimes and oftentimes will reflect that, but they're types of people. So there's some studies that show that like a billionaire has way more in common with a houseless person than, uh, than a millionaire, like, because they're just different people. Mm -hmm. We think differently. So when it comes to entrepreneur, we're different people. So, so I'll say to people, I didn't have, I never had a job. Uh, I had all these businesses. They're like, wow, good for you. I'm like, what do you mean good for you? Do you know what I went through? Like, it's not good for me. It was horrible. The whole thing right? was bad. <laughs> you know? yeah. It was like, I'm not hireable. That's the right. issue. Like, you know, my son has that. Like, we're just not. So I'm very good at, uh, I don't know. No, I know how to sell myself. I, I'm, I will ensure that whatever it is that I'm doing, that I am, if I'm not the, the best, that I will figure out how to be the, the best that I possibly can and then get to a spot where I'm that, right? Yeah. So that's my, my my drive and my thing so like okay. if that's you then it's you if it's not then stop it go right. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> morning routines are so important especially to get aligned for the day i think and what's your morning routine look like yeah great great so uh i created something called a circadian schedule mm. and i bring my clients through that a couple weeks in because um I, another one of my beautiful clients man he he's starting this thing he says that a lot of people say like what to do but not quite why or how but what he means by that is that you know i think some people say wake up at four wake up at six and it's like well what we need to figure out is who are you because the answer might be don't get out of bed until 1 p.m like we just need to know who are you right right so for me um i have different different i skateboard right skateboarding is gigantic and huge to me yeah. and my family we skateboard come on so um yeah so skateboarding for me is really important to do uh usually before i have calls of any sort calls interviews communication for me andy anderson is a skateboarder. I want to connect with him. He he said that skateboarding, a lot of people try to call it a sport, but he said he thinks it, it's more accurately defined as a puzzle. And I was like, uh -huh. yes, 
Yeah. Because like right when we're skating or we're trying to go for that ollie and everything and land it, man, you're just like problem solving like crazy. But it's really much for me a form of meditation too. Mm-hmm. So skateboarding yeah. for me helps that out. Um, waking up with positivity. I'm Jewish, so like we we say me when we wake up, which is just thanks because this okay. didn't have to happen. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So that's a big one. Um, okay. I definitely see uh, my day usually the day before. I've done that since I was a, a kid. Like I, I don't know if it's a coping mechanism for making sure my day would be like cool and chill and not anxiety. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But it started when I was like 11. I would always like uh, spend time playing out the next day, wow. um, minute by minute, the entire day. Okay. Um, yeah. So I still do that. You know. Um, let's see what else happens in, in the morning. Oh, the way I eat is just, this is like top secret, right? But um, okay. top secret <laughs> to the public. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. But, but I usually don't talk too much about it. But I, what I do do is I I only tend to eat. I don't even have it in front of me now. Like dates or figs. Okay. Um, and that's like and and then an orange sometimes. So um, like I might have half an orange. Yeah. Um, and that's and then I might have three or four dates. And this is not like at one time. This is over a lot of hours. So okay. Like, yeah, like half an orange when I wake up, you know, and then some water. Yeah. And then um, that'll last me a couple of hours. And then I might have a couple of dates before a call. Right. Before before this interview, I had some um seeds. Okay. Like um like sunflower seeds, stuff like that. So that yeah. my morning routine revolves around that, skateboarding, seeing the day, um, and, and staying present. I don't look at like what, I don't even really look hours ahead of what it is that I have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's an hour ahead, that's oftentimes also too far ahead. For me, I just don't need to be there. I, I need to be like here. Yep. So um, 30 minutes is like pushing it. To 10, 10 to 20 minutes is a good magic number for me. Mm-hmm. No, knowing about 10 minutes ahead at time, I just, boom, I recalibrate to that pretty quickly. Gotcha, gotcha. Now you yeah. have all this stuff going on. What are some current project stuff you got you got working on that's coming out here soon or in 2020 for you? Oh yeah, um, the the docu series for Netflix. So we're right now talking with a few of the filmmakers. So I'm a filmmaker, right? So it's all tempting to just do it all myself, which is cool, sure. right? But I remember when I was doing film festivals and they would have these indie uh, indie outdoor awards, and I was like, that's not filmmaking. Like <laughs> like filmmaking is about like family almost, it's community, everybody doing what they're strong at doing. Yeah. So right now I'm, I'm talking with a few different filmmakers to see how. Uh, they would basically document how JB the Wizard lives and what it is that I do, right? right. But also how we bring clients through what I bring clients through. So I'm, we're, I'm trying to figure out a way to document them, document what it is that I do, uh, mostly showing people going through transformation so people see it's possible for them. So that's gotcha. a big project. Yeah. Um, the book still being illustrated. Amazing, amazing. I, I can't show you the illustration. I don't have them on me right now. Yeah. But um, that's still being illustrated. So the book coming out um, in a couple of months. Let's see what else. The Turning into the a course version of what I do one on one because thank goodness you know the more calls and the more the waiting list kind of backs up how yeah. can we help people now so that's coaching people more in a group setting and then even in a course setting at different touch points for people because things cost different amounts too yeah so yeah. my goal is how can I figure out how I can help everybody wherever they are right. so we've got the book and then it's like well somebody's like well man I don't have 90 okay or do you have like some, some people don't realize how expensive time is so they're like I have time it's like okay great so listen to a podcast you know watch some of the content that we have out there mm. um, and then we've got the theme park is, is underway. We're, we're having some talks, some really important talks right now. Um, that's very exciting. And the point behind that was that I've got five children. So we all went down to uh, uh, Legoland. Okay. And one of my sons was like, Dad, he was concerned about going on this ride. He was a bit scared. So I said, whoa, everybody gather around. Like, what are you concerned about? What's what's happening? So we talked it through. We, he ended up going on the ride. It felt amazing. And so when it comes to the world of featuring and the featuring theme park, the whole point is that, yes, it's entertaining. Yes, it's fun. But the entire point behind any and everything here is that you would 
get over those mental blocks. Yeah. That's it. So if it's a roller coaster or if it's skydiving, that's the intent. That's the point. And it all connects back to futuring and then and then to the wizard. Um, so that's in development right now. Um, what else? The the film, I don't maybe by the end of the year, I co I helped produce a film, I co-produced a film with some of the creative team from Transformers Three and Thor. Okay. Uh, a couple cool. of years ago. And one of the guys that uh directed that, I was I'm speaking with him right now about turning futuring to the screenplay to adapt it to to getting a film version of it. So that's nice. happening. Okay. Yeah. So it's um again and it sounds like wow how are you doing all these things when you when you're right the thing is like i feel like when i was out of alignment yeah i was i was doing a fraction of this and sure. i was pushing my engine and my engine was like redlining at six thousand seven thousand rpms right mm, and then yeah. when you get in a lot in alignment i feel like i'm doing 10 times as much and i'm at like two thousand right yeah. you know what i mean yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, exactly, man. I love it, dude. I wanted to uh, transition to some fun questions here real quick to kind of finish this yeah, off. Yeah. So I've got these uh, things called pod decks. They're like literally interview questions for podcasters. Some of them are flops. Some of them are fun. Would you rather be the most popular kid in school or the smartest kid in school? Smartest. Smartest. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. I'm a music guy, so I always love to ask this question. But what's your favorite type of music or do you have a favorite band that you like to listen to? Uh, my first answer, boom, is Lil Wayne. Make okay. it happen. Doing Come on. Strong. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, listen, I also listen to listen. She's got like Helen Jane Long. If anybody looks that up, it's like super well classical music. Okay. <laughs> so it's like this uh, fruity, fruity music. Music, and then I got Little Wayne on the other end. Right. Um, Red Hot Chili Peppers for real. Uh, um, the my... Doors is magic. Yeah. Magic. You know, hello, I love you. Uh, won't you tell me your name? Uh, but right. the thing I like about Lil Wayne is that he, um, if you re if you hear what he's saying, he's saying so much, mm. and he, it's also thought out. So yeah. I, I just appreciate the way he's putting those puzzles together. Yeah, and I think it's fascinating. When I heard also that he theoretically he doesn't write, also it, he's really doing public speaking from his alignment often. So I think he's like just well tapped in. Yeah. So um, I think and he skates. So I'm wanting to connect with him too because he skates too. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, does it take money to make money? No. No. Awesome. No. Awesome. And last question for you. You were in radio, uh, you were in prison break, and you've done tons of roles over the years. Is there a favorite role of, of yours like that you've done that you're like, man, that was the coolest thing I've ever done? Yeah, there, there's there's two, and then the current my JB the Wizard of Futuring right now, right? That's the other one. The yeah. other one I liked playing a character. My name my my name is Israel, uh Israel Jerome, but um Israel, I played a character named Israel Hands with in, it wasn't Pirates of the Caribbean, it was a theater show in, in Texas. Okay. That was my most amazing character. I put makeup on each day with black world pirate outfits. That was boss. <laughs> and awesome. then my third, my, my, my other favorite one was uh, Corporal Dawson. I did a, uh, with Jensen Ackles from um, Supernatural. Yeah. And then um, I just saw him up in New York not too long ago. And then Lou Diamond Phillips. You know Lou yeah. Diamond? Yeah. So no. we did that show and I, and I was Corporal Dawson. Okay. That character was pretty amazing because my father, like I said, we grew up military and he yeah. didn't necessarily want me to, he definitely didn't want me to go in. He would he'd support whatever I did. Mm -hmm. but when I was like playing one he's like that's good enough that'll do you know what I mean so <laughs> yeah. just playing playing a marine was like that's where he, he was comfortable and it was like a, a bit of a shout out to my father and also to my upbringing so I really enjoyed that role that's awesome that's awesome JV the wizard this has been such a powerful conversation man I'm like fired up ready to go out there and change the world dude thank you yes. so much for taking time man this is amazing you're welcome man this is uh, an honor and a pleasure thank you so much hey guys thank you so much for hanging around really appreciate it if you'd like to see more videos from Top Radio MMA and the Bearded Biz Show, please click the playlist and also hit subscribe to our channel. Become part of the Top Radio MMA and Bearded Biz community. We would really appreciate your support. Also, please leave a comment below. I will read and respond to all of them. 
Thank you so much. Have an awesome day.